If I've said it once, I've said it a million times, Edge of Your Seat Podcast can be anywhere. Absolutely anywhere. This episode, episode 219, is from a hotel in Peoria, Illinois. It's kind of cruising the globe. Not a good cruise here for a family member as they are in the hospital. Been here for a few days. This week has been a whirlwind. Last weekend, I slipped down my steps, concussed myself, hurt my shoulder. It's not broke. I don't think I tore anything, but it hurts. Rolled an ankle. I think that's what happened through the stairs. I go to walk down the stairs. I rolled my ankle, smacked my head on a step, smacked my shoulder on a step, get concussed, take a couple days for that, and then the family thing. So it has been a whirlwind of a week. Been working on two or three podcasts at the same time, but this one has to go today. Julia Browning, St. B grad, went to IVCC, is now at Loyola in Chicago, is part of the American Cancer Society, and reached out to me when I put a post about talking to a family that had just lost a loved one because of cancer. So she reaches out and like, hey, we're doing this Relay for Life, and I'd really like if you could reach out to that family and see if they'd want to speak with us. I said, okay, why not? Let's try it. The father agrees. And she agrees to be on this podcast to talk about what she's doing and the importance of Relay for Lives and fighting, battling cancer, raising as much money as we can to support the cause. So that's our guest. Have to have Julia on. And the Relay for Life that she is part of, that she is going to walk in that she has helped to get people to come to is happening probably right now. It is Sunday, April 10th. Today is the day. It's a six hour event. It is noon. She's ready to go. Hopefully you're in Chicago. Hopefully you already knew about it. Wish I could have got this out a little bit sooner, but my brain just was like, you know what, bro, you need to rest. And then the family comes up, you know, you got to put your family first always, but we're getting this out today talking about Relay for Life and the very, very awesomeness that Julia Browning is doing. Man, I can't say enough about her and her efforts just to helping people, making them feel comfortable, raising money. You know, that takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot of time, commitment, you know, desire for other human beings, even if you don't know them. So for her to be doing everything that she's doing and she discusses it all is amazing. So shout out to Julia Browning and shout out for being on Edge of Your Seat podcast. Don't know where you're listening to this episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Maybe you're in Peoria. Who knows? But you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the website www.rss.com backslash podcasts with an S. It is plural. Backslash Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Check us out on social media. On Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P. If you have any questions, suggestions, you want to be a guest, you know a good guest, you want to do some advertising with Edge of Your Seat Podcast, you don't like something I said, you do like something I said, or you agree or disagree with a guest, send us an email at edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Also have to give a shout out to Brian Cavelli, the mastermind behind the intro and outro beat for this very show and on every single one of the other 218 shows. Speaking of show, this show is brought to you by Mendota Ford, a community dealership that is here for you. 
since the Relay for Life is happening today, let's make this a short intro. We got other things to talk about, but we got another show that I was working on already that will be out probably tonight or the next day. We can talk about that stuff then. What's more important is saving lives, fighting for lives, fundraising for lives, and it starts with Relay for Life and everything that Julia Browning is doing with the American Cancer Society. So, let's have a word from our sponsors, and we will kick it straight to Julia Browning and her awesomeness. Mendota Ford, it's a community dealership that is here for you, dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. The staff of General Manager Ski Hartman and his associates, Jason Hintz and Doug Safranek, pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship, to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Doug Safranek is from Mendota, Basketball Player of the Year in 2003, and is ready to use his knowledge of vehicles to connect with your wishes to get you the vehicle you're searching for. Jason Hintz has been with Shimmer Mendota Ford for six years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Shimmer family. Ski, Jason, and Doug will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.mendotaford.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. A vehicle is one main part of our lives. What about a house? Probably, you know, you got to live, it's shelter, all your belongings are there, memories. Yeah, it's April. Even though it's kind of rainy, it's cold, still dark and dreary, waiting for spring to really get here. They say it's here, but I don't know about that. Not yet. Not yet. But we're closer to nicer weather. We're closer to the outside family gatherings. And in preparation, we have to do everything we got to do to get things right. So our place looks good. The yard is landscaped. The shed garage look cool to have your son, brother, uncle, grandfather in. A nice kitchen where everybody can eat in comfortability. You know, all that kind of stuff. Especially when you fire up the grill. Charcoal, gas, it doesn't matter. Fire up the grill. But you want your home to look beautiful. It's the perfect time for those home renovations to showcase your humble abode, your asylum, your world, your home. Olson Construction is a licensed and insured family-owned and operated company that prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson have the skills and the 10 years of experience to install, demolish, build, recreate, calculate, formulate, and percolate. It's time for the percolator. Home renovations in any room, hallway, staircase, garage, shed, or basement. Pretty much means they can do everything. For a free estimate, call 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. Without any further ado, let's speak with Julia Browning. All the, all the, all the amazing things she's doing to help other people battle, fight, fundraise for cancer. We will be back real soon. Real soon. Until next time. Peace.
since I have jumped out of just the sports world. I used to be nothing but sports. That's all I cared about. All I wanted to know, it was just sports. Well, life's changed. Interested in a lot of stuff, doing a lot of things, writing stories, talking to people for stories, all kinds of different platforms about everything. Story I have going on for the paper in Dwight pretty soon is about a very serious, oh man, cancer. Just bad. We all hate it. You know, we throw up the middle finger, we drop the F-bombs towards cancer. It's absolutely terrible. Took a life of a 20-year-old girl who was diagnosed at 13. Talked to her parents. She battled for seven years and raised over $900,000 for children's cancer. So, I drop a note on Facebook because I'm not going to lie. Talking to the parent, I teared up a little bit. It was a sad story, but also inspiring, motivating, all those things. So I put it on Facebook like, man, I didn't drop any names like I'm not now. When the story comes up, you'll see it. But dropped a Facebook note like, hey, this was really inspiring, but heart-wrenching. I said heart-wrenching at the same time. And Julia Browning, our guest today, reached out and said, hey, um, this is very interesting. Uh, we would love for, you know, family members to come out, you know, help us. And I was like, you know what? I want to know everything you're doing, Julia. Let's talk on the podcast so we can talk about everything. I know that kind of just rambled and jumbled, but I'm so excited to have you on and just talk about something other than sports and something so serious. Julia, thank you very much for coming on Edge of Your Seat podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. If that was not the longest intro I've ever said, it is now. That's awesome. No, that is a very touching story, and I'm glad that you were so responsive to me. This is great. Definitely. So, let's start from that message that you sent me. You're like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm reaching out. So, what exactly are you doing now? Yeah, so I'm at Loyola Chicago. I'm getting my master's in social work. But I was lucky enough to keep going on in a club that I'm in. I'm in the American Cancer Society on campus. And we hold an annual event called Relay for Life. So, we have a six-hour event where we fundraise for the American Cancer Society for cancer education, research funding, there's a Hope Lodge that um, ACS holds, there's social programs, there's a 24-hour call line where anybody in need can call this call line and get support, and the ACS also helps with medical bills as well. So on April 10th, we're having an event called Relay for Life, and so at this event, we'll have a bunch of different activities where we'll have researchers come and speak about what they're researching, we will have games, we'll have food of course and then also we have this event called luminaria during relay where we honor those that we have lost to cancer those that are fighting cancer and those that um, have had cancer so it's a really touching event where we fundraise for the fight against cancer yeah i'm super excited about it and i asked you because um we're looking for survivors and caregivers to come speak at our event that is an awesome cause, an awesome group. What made you decide to get into this group and do the kind of work that you're doing? Because it's volunteer, right? Yeah, it is. Well, I've always been a part of Relays. My mom and I would go to Relays. Um, she lost a couple of friends to cancer. And then my freshman year of high school, we went to a Relay for Lily. And then in 2019, I lost my grandfather to cancer. And then a couple months later, my friend Evan passed away from cancer. When I came to Loyola, I saw this group and I said, hey, this seems like a community that would be beneficial to me and a way to give back. Lily Roswatch, I uh, met her dad, talked to him the, when, I, when that was all going on. I was at the News Tribune 
and we fundraised and supported and went to some fundraisers and things like that. Evan, I was very, very lucky to be able to speak with him. We're, of course, we're talking about Evan Noblock. And I talked to his dad, and I did stories with Evan. I did, I think, two of them with him, and it was very, very sad. I actually went to his, you know, uh, I don't want to call we'll call it a celebration of life. Went to that, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, in your message, you're like, hey, the Illinois Valley deals with cancer every day, all day, and you're definitely right. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a place in my heart that I hold very near and dear, so. I was just like, well, what's a way that I can give back and also fight against cancer in any way that I can? That's awesome. To not just, like, sit back and, oh, man, you know, this is happening. You know, it's going to happen. There's nothing I can do. For you to, like, get up and be in groups and do causes and Relay for Lives to help, that says a lot about you, and thank you for doing those things. Yeah, thanks for the support, of course. How long have you been going to Relay for Lives? I would say maybe uh, six or seven my stepmom has been into Relay for Lives, and then my mom, uh, like I said, she lost a couple of friends to cancer, so um, I would have a lot with her when we would go to Relays. It's just always been a fun event that my family has been a part of and that I hope to continue on the tradition with. Was it anything when you first started doing it, did it kind of take you a minute to understand what it was or did you get from the minute like hey it's because you know my mom's friends passed away and this is something we do to support them and the family how did you know initially getting into it did it go for you yeah I would say that it was the speakers that come to Relay for Life they really emphasize about their experience and how the American Cancer Society has helped them but my mom would always tell me like oh, we're going to go to do this for my friend who has cancer or my friend who is has survived cancer or my friend that has passed away. And it was always a touching kind of ceremony and a way to be able to kind of connect with others that are in the room as well because we all hate cancer. We all have been influenced by cancer in some way. So it's all a way to kind of build a community. As part of the American Cancer Society, what exactly do you do? What is your role in, you know, helping this group? I am the vice president of ACS on campus. So I organize social events. We do volunteer events. We do fundraising. So we can go to Making Strides Against Breast Cancer um, walks and runs. Any kind of volunteer event we can be a part of, we go I also work at the Rockwall at Loyola, and I host an event called Belay for Life, where we have a Rockwall competition where people can climb, and then they are able to donate if they feel they would like to. We also have Relay for Life, which my president and my other co-vice president, we run and organize. So that's coming up, and we're super excited for it. So Awesome. This Relay for Life that is coming up in just a matter of days. It's April 2nd, a Saturday, so you got eight days till this happens. Where does it take place in Chicago? Yeah, so it takes place at Loyola's campus in the building called Damon, and then it's in a multi-purpose room upstairs in the building of Damon. Okay, awesome. Have you took this exact walk before? I have not. This is my first in-person relay at Loyola, but it has not been my first relay, so I'm excited to be back and have at it. Definitely. I was just going to say, yeah, I know you've done, you know, quite a few relays. I just didn't know if you'd done this one exactly in, at Loyola. Nope, not yet. And I'm so excited to see how it's going to turn out. Perfect. What has been the buzz so far? What's the feedback you've heard and kind of the 
estimated, you know, projected turnout that you guys may have? So far, we've raised $10,000. Our goal is 20000 Obviously, coming off of a year of having it online, it's been a little slower than the previous years, but we're super excited. We hope to have 150 people come. We have a lot of researchers. We have some researchers from Loyola. We have some from UIC, and we have beauty queen group coming which we're super excited about really anyone is welcome so if anybody would like to attend it would be great to see a great turnout you know oh definitely i'm thinking a million people i would hope so (laughs) that's the dream (laughs) that'd be fantastic good stuff how long have you actually been at loyola now yeah so this is my third year at loyola Um, i transferred from ibcc did my two years, graduated with my bachelor's in science and a minor in communications, and now I'm getting my MSW, so I'll have another year after this. Gotcha. When you said MSW in the message you sent me, I was like, what is that? But I didn't ask. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Master's in social work. Yep. Perfect. Sorry. If people don't know what that means, I'm always, like, <laughs> dropping it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You know, alphabet soup sometimes, you know, I think I yep. got my soup labels down. Sometimes I don't. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. So besides the American Cancer Society, you know, while you're in college, are you part of any other groups or any other, you know, involvement in other things? Yeah, I work and manage the Rockwall on campus, and I'm also part of a group through that called Rambo Outdoors, where we do a lot of outside activities, and um, honestly, a lot of times we go to Starve Rock to go hiking, so it's always a little trip home when we do go hiking. But at the Rockwall, I set different routes for people to climb and try out. I host a bouldering competition and a a top rope competition for people to come and climb. And then I also help with ACS. We have a partnership where we do boulder for life or belay for life sometimes. Gotcha. That is pretty cool. So you're heavily involved in a few things. Yes, yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) You're like, man, you haven't even seen my planner. You haven't seen my schedule. You don't know. (laughs) It is kind of hard to find time sometimes. <laughs> I bet. I bet. You were just talking about Star Rock and being close to home, things like that. I met you at St. Bede. I remember you being part of the tennis team, but you played a couple other sports, uh, basketball and softball, correct? Yeah, that's right. So, always a Bruin, still a Bruin? Oh, How does, what's the saying? Once a Bruin, always Bruin. Well, there we go. I don't know why I goofed that up. It's not like I've never heard it before. <laughs> that's okay. And now I'm going to get beat up by Bruins when they see me. Like, you don't know our saying? I guess so. Watch out. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, no. Are you still involved in any sports or anything like that? Not as much as I was. I count climbing as a sport. It is a, on the Olympics. I do play tennis. Sometimes I'm on a club tennis team. I played at IBCC for a while. So kind of did my retirement, but still hitting around when I can, you know. Good stuff. But, I mean, it does give you more time to do these other things that you're involved in. And, you know, I'm a huge sports guy, obviously. You know, it's what I've done my entire life. But these other things, cancer, American Cancer Society is, in my mind, probably way, way more important and helping more people. I would hope so. I mean, sports always has a place and, you know, we can kind of combine them all together if possible. So I just love getting involved in any way that I can. That's fantastic. I am really happy for you that you find enjoyment in this and that you see the positive side of your effort, your time, your crazy schedules, knowing that all this means something and it's very important. Yes, thank you. 
Before we get to a game, we have every single guest on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Play a game. Got one more question. You're in Loyola. You're getting your master's. Where do you want to go next? Like, what are you trying to do? I mean, you're in social work. Uh, you're part of these groups like American Cancer Society. Where do you see your, yourself in about five, ten years? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would love to be working with children and families in the therapeutical sense of social work. I would love to open up my camp, my own camp one day, possibly on the East Coast, the Upper East Coast. I would love to be over in that area. So, Okay. East Coast, are we talking Northeast Coast, like, you know, like Maine and Vermont and cold states? Are we yep. talking North Carolina, South Carolina? Nope, I'm um, in the Upper East Coast. I'd love to live in Maine. That sounds crazy, just to let you know. <laughs> it's fun. Have you ever been to Maine? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was awesome, and it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But the winners, I complain about Illinois' winners. Actually, everybody in Illinois complains about <laughs> Illinois winners. They are nothing absolutely nothing to Maine, Connecticut, New Hampshire, nothing compared to those states. I know. I think it'd be kind of fun, you know? <laughs> I host this trivia thing the first Friday of every month at a bowling alley, and mm-hmm. I think it was either last month or the month before, so either February or January, sorry, it was either March or February, I did something about snow and ice because, you know, it just snowed and there was like, seemed like 15 feet of snow on the ground. Right. So I did a question asking what were the top states snow-wise. Out of the 50 states, Illinois was 27th Wow. in snowfall per year. Vermont was one. I believe Maine was two or three. Wow. The whole East Coast had like four spots in the top six or seven. Wow. That's awesome. Can you imagine how fun that would be? <laughs> to be surrounded in snow? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, you go out and you just waddle through it. <laughs> I don't think we're on the same page here, Julia. <laughs> Probably not. That's okay. <laughs> I could see it for a few days, maybe uh, maybe three. After the yeah. third day, I'm like, all right, man, we got to get this snow out of here. Let's go. That's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> because if I remember right, and my number might be off a little bit, but I believe Vermont got like 89 inches of snow per year. Oh my gosh, that's so, that's amazing. And Illinois was in like 32, 35 range of inches per per year. Wow, that's wild. Teaching you here on Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Julia. All right, let's get to this game. We've talked enough about snowfall. Perfect. All right, let's rank them. Today is April 2nd. We have the final four on, real quick, it might be starting like right now. We're mid-afternoon here. We got four teams. Let's rank them from the one that you think is going, that has the best chance of winning the NCAA championship to the last out of the four. So we got Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, and Kansas. Let's hear it. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough, tough rank up. I would say maybe Kansas might win it all, and then Duke and then Villanova, and then NC, North Carolina. NC in the four spot? Yeah. Why is that? I'm really excited for this game coming up, the Duke-NC game, but we'll see how they, they all play. I think Duke might, might win it. 
And it is crazy how sports work because we always think of Duke, North Carolina, this monster rival. They have never linked up in the NCAA tournament. Really? No. Wow. Final four with these two, and it's Coach K's last year at Duke. I know. That's intense. It's going to be a good game. So, if I was doing this ranking, I'm going to go Duke 1 because I am a story guy. And, like, this is the iconic story of a legend who his last year, after spending what seems like five decades at Duke, turns in his coaching card, says, hey, I'm leaving after this, and he wins a championship. I mean, it just sounds like a picture-perfect story that's going to be a Hollywood movie. I can see that happening as well. It could go either way. March, it's known for its madness, so we shall see. For sure. And if Duke beats NC and Kansas wins, I mean, Duke-Kansas is a rival too, so that would be an amazing game as well. And Bill Self is an amazing coach too. I mean, it, there's so many storylines and so many cool things going on in this tournament. Yes. Just disappointed Loyola didn't make it past the first round. <laughs> hey, I mean, you can't have every year where you go to the Sweet 16 and knock out Illinois in your battle of the state in NCAA tournament. You can't have that every year. <laughs> Fair enough. Loyola is the, you know, the primary school for Illinois, so. Oh, wow. Wow. You took that a little too far, Julia. <laughs> it's what I firmly know and believe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. I went to SIU, so I say the same thing about SIU, especially when we were good. Yes. <laughs> like, SIU is the true basketball school in Illinois, not Illinois. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but when it when it applies, you know. Exactly. My freshman year at SIU was the last year that Illinois was in a Final Four. Actually, they went to the championship game and lost in North Carolina. Oh wow. Yeah. So I couldn't say it then. I couldn't. Yeah. But then my junior year, SIU went to the Sweet Sixteen. So it's like, hey, we're the team now. That's right. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> For sure. Well, Julia, again. It's crazy awesome to hear everything you're doing with American Cancer Society, Relay for Life's. I appreciate what you're doing, and thank you very much for trying to help out as many people as you can in a tough, ugh, cancer, man. Ugh. There's no good words surrounding cancer whatsoever until you survive, and then you're like, hey, those people are battle-tested, they're strong, they're tough, you know, they're warriors, they're heroes because they survived cancer. That's the only good part about the entire thing, but you have to go through the bad part to get there. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing in this call. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to share what's been going on lately. For sure. You're always welcome here at Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Julia. Thank you kindly.